the four of us came together and we sat down and we came up with our three pillars. We wrote our mission, um, em empowering women through soccer, simple, it's straightforward. And then we came up with our mission and that included those three pillars of authenticity, integrity, and purpose. And we really got clear on those values right from the beginning. Welcome to the Ad Valued Entrepreneurs Podcast, where we're on a mission to end entrepreneurial unhappiness. If you're an entrepreneur with a burning desire to change the world, this podcast is for you. We're here to help you transform your life and business so that you can achieve the freedom and fulfillment you crave. This show is dedicated to entrepreneurs who want more out of their life, more meaning, more purpose, and ultimately, more happiness. You deserve it all and it's possible. I'm your host, Robert Peterson, pastor turned life coach for business owners. I believe that success without happiness is not true success at all, but there's always hope for those who are willing to take action. Join us every week as we bring you inspiring leaders and messages that will help you on your journey towards success. Thank you for investing your time with us today. Let's get started. What do you get when two soccer moms come together? An amazing mission to empower women through soccer. Meet Emily Thomas and Melissa Nelson. Emily is a community activist and mom of three. Melissa is a registered nurse and mom of three. Met over 10 years ago on the pitch while their daughters were playing competitive soccer in their hometown of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Combine these two with a crazy idea and you have the Sioux Falls City Football Club, an elite women's pre-professional soccer team in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. A first of its kind in Sioux Falls and South Dakota. Together with their husbands and an amazing group of people, they are elevating the game of soccer in Sioux Falls and the surrounding area. Robert Noel learned from Emily and Melissa, two women who are trying to elevate young women to the possibility of professional sports. Emily Thomas and Melissa Nelson are the entrepreneurs making the Sioux Falls City Football Club happen, a pre-professional soccer team creating opportunities for women's soccer in South Dakota. Well, Emily and Melissa, thank you so much for joining us. I will say that you are our first executive directors of a pre-professional sports team, so we're excited to have this conversation. <laughs> Thanks thank for you. having us. So I guess the best place to start is tell us what made you guys decide to take on ownership and leadership of a sports team? Yeah, good question, right? <laughs> Melissa, I'll let you take this because you were the one who started it. Yeah. <laughs> I blame you. you bl yeah, I'll take all the blame. I can handle it. You got big shoulders. Well, I'll, I'll go back. I won't go all the way back. If somebody wants to hear the origin story, they can certainly listen to your episode with Gabe, my husband. Um, because he did a great job of, of kind of putting that out there and laying out the groundwork. So I won't repeat all that, but I will go back to the fall of 21 when he brought the idea to me. Um, I think he had mentioned we were out for a walk and he brought up the idea totally thinking I was going to shoot it down. We would move on and, and talk about something else. And I think for me, it felt like something that um, something I really needed to think about. It, to me, it was it was something we needed to explore. Um, we don't have any women's sports teams 
in our, our city or our state. Um, we definitely needed a higher level of soccer. Um, both the Thomas family and our family um, have have soccer players, and that's what brought us together a decade ago. And so we're very passionate about the game of soccer, especially on the women's side. So we saw a need for it. And for me personally, with three daughters, I felt like it was really important. It kind of almost felt like a call to courage for me as far as being a role model and um, creating something that my daughters could see as important work to support and lift up other women and give girls in our area something to really look at and aspire to be a part of. So for me, it was it was kind of twofold. It was bringing soccer to the community, which was needed, plus something that I wanted to also put out there for our daughters. So that's kind of where I came from. So then I told Gabe, yeah, let's absolutely look into this. Of course, you know, you got to do the research. Um, so he did that and it just made sense. And that's kind of where everything just kind of made sense as we went. We um, talked to the Thomases. They were the, the first people we thought of. And so we talked to them at dinner and really didn't give them a chance to say, no, we're not interested. All <laughs> and, told. Right. We just, we just said, hey, we're doing this and we think you should join us. And it really, literally, we just started planning from there. Um, and so, and I know Emily will share, you know, she has different probably whys as to what led her to say yes to this. But we, yeah, we jumped in with them. Um, of course, we applied. We were accepted in December of 21 to the league and the holidays happen. So of course, nothing gets done. So we really, we really um, worked hard. And in four months, we raised money. We created an organization. We hired coaches. Our coaches recruited and had players. And we had our first game um, in mid-May of 22. So turned out to be quite an exceptional um, first year. And uh, we've got a whole year behind us now. So the standards high. Yeah. We, we did. Yeah. We um, did. started up here. Yeah. <laughs> did but you want to add anything, Emily? Well, I would say, like, as far as standards being high, that was one thing that we said when the four of us were talking was if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. Mm. And I think so, you know, Melissa was kind of talking about a little of how that all got started. And for me, my, my, my journey is a little different and my whys are a little different, like Melissa said. And so our daughters played together when they were little. And then my daughter wanted to, she's always wanted to be a professional soccer player. And like Melissa said, there's nothing in our area to, to, to make that happen. And so she actually moved away when she was 14. And she went to a boarding school for soccer um, at the highest level because that was the, the only way that she thought that she would get seen by all these college coaches. And college is kind of the pathway to get to the next level for, for women. Um, totally different for, for the men's side. But so she left and then through all of her experiences, which it was not easy, um, we went through a lot. We went through a lot of... I can't even imagine. No, we went through a lot of coaching changes and league changes and having to figure out if she's going to stay there and where she can play. It was just, it was a lot. Injury on top of that. So 
we've had a lot of experiences as far as like what's what's really good and then what's really bad Mm. and um i just have always hated politics in sports as far as um you know oh this person's gonna play because their parents gave them money or because they're that makes me nauseous (laughs) and unfortunately you know we saw that happen and I knew after, you know, talking to Melissa, we, that we can make, we can do this different. Like we can do this better. And, um, and so it's all of those experiences that I've lived through, through my daughter, I've brought them to our organization and, 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 you know, it's, it's through her that I've learned and thankfully everyone's on the same team, um, and on the same page and we all want we all want to bring something different and something better that is just not normally thought of. And so yeah, it's really exciting. Um, and like Melissa said, we did, we set the bar really high and we can, we, we plan on just continuing that. So, yeah. Can you share a little bit of how I know you guys had great fan base, you obviously pulled in coaches and players and just the community support. I know we talked a little bit with Gabe about the connections and how valuable that was, but you guys want to add a little bit to that? Um, Yeah. So we really, the four of us just started kind of digging in and first it was coming up with everybody that we knew. So we started, you know, tapping into all of those resources. Right. And then our local soccer community, of course, is where we both came out of with our, with our daughters. Um, to get to the level they're at. So of course we had, you know, people and contacts there. And then we talk a lot too within the four of us, just how things kind of organically happen. We had different people reach out to us um, or would meet people through different organizations that we were involved in that were like, Hey, I would like to be a part of that. Or, Oh my gosh, like this is amazing. And, and we really created um, an amazing story. Really. Um, it, It kind of all just, happened. We, I don't think we really realized it at the time, but this journey that we went on and that we were sharing the story we were telling um, really, I think, resonated with a lot of people. And a lot of people really recognize that it's needed. Um, there needs to be change. There needs to be change, not only just in bringing, you know, higher level soccer to, to our state, but there needs to be change in women's sports and women's soccer as well. And if we can and make a, a, a tiny dent, tiny difference, um, that's, I think, where a lot of people kind of joined in. And um, I'll let Emily add to that. But it just people started kind of contacting us as we started reaching out and and the ball just kind of kept rolling and getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. And I'll say so for the for the connection piece, I think that's a, a big thing that my husband, Eric, and I brought in is having been in a different state and having all of those different levels of connection we were able to bring that those connections to the table and i will say that gabe and melissa had to take a huge leap of faith and trust us with those connections and so we learned from the very beginning of how and we're still learning like how to how to work together how to trust each other and um, knowing ultimately that we all have the same 
end game and the same values and everything in place that's helped that's helped us and and when we started like i said we all kind of agreed on the same thing but we none of us realized how big it was going to be and how important it was going to be and um that i had no idea going into this that it was going to be this big i don't know this really big important thing for for women and little girls and and boys to see women in these getting these opportunities as well and and so when we talked to our branding person um, who was amazing he just kind of said you're what you're doing is important mm. and it's needed and i can't believe it hasn't been done yet and so at that time all of us just kind of went oh my god uh, <laughs> but we've embraced it and we are very very much following our pillars um of i mean we we decided the four of us that we were going to be authentic and it, we we're going to be full of integrity and everything we we're going to do is going to be full of purpose mm-hmm. and that has guided us um we are a very inclusive team we everyone is everyone's invited um everyone is we want to hear from everyone like everyone's voice matters and i think that has kind of we didn't know that that was going to be so important as it is now and so I, me personally that's a really like that makes me i think the probably the most proud is what we're doing and what kind of platform we're giving these young women and how we're supporting them and doing good things that are right and so it's just i don't know it makes me it makes me happy so you mentioned the trust and and obviously two families coming together so let's talk about the roles obviously as a couple working together we recognize the challenges of of working together as a couple you guys have doubled the challenges which really means you've probably 4x'd it because now you have two couples working together um so how how do we decide roles and and obviously i'd love to get into how you decided what what these core values were as well <laughs> well as far as organically <laughs> really yeah I mean, honestly, we have worked through just identifying strengths. I mean, we all, like Emily said, have the same purpose. We're, we're, we're going in the same direction, but we all really have different strengths. And so it's taken time. I mean, it definitely didn't happen overnight. We really had to have some hard conversations and work through some things to figure out you know, if, to figure out each other and to help identify our strengths and work through different situations. Um, so I think that's been really a huge part of it is working through our strengths. And I know I won't speak for Emily, but but we both are working really hard on our leadership skills as women. I think it's really important. Um, you know, we're, we're here to show up for not only our own children, but for these players on the team. And so, um, you know, we've been working through leadership programs of our own independently so that we can come in and be strong and be effective. Um, and so that's also been very helpful too to help guide kind of where everything's going, but definitely it's, it's work. I mean, it's not easy. Um, in the past, Gabe and I had worked together when he first started his in, in the insurance world. 
um, in the property casualty world. I worked with him. And so we've had some experience working together. So um, that, I guess, wasn't totally new. But then, yeah, joining forces with another couple, it's definitely been eye-opening. We've learned a lot. I think we've come a long ways. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, both personally and just as a, as a group, um, I, I have not worked with my husband before. And um, I, I tell everyone this. If we weren't doing this together with the amount of time and just, you know, what, what did you do today? No one else understands. No one else gets it. And so if I were to, you know, if I were to come home or say like, oh, we've got another meeting or whatever, it, it would not go over well. So it's, it's very fun. Actually, it's brought us a lot closer doing this together to share this path. I mean, it's, it's truly a passion project um, mm -hmm. at this point. And, um, you know, I have to, we have to laugh because my, my husband was the, was the very beginning. <laughs> you guys go. I will just be in the background and yeah. 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 And I'll, like I'll be involved in some in, in the decisions, you know, that we make, but I am not doing the day the day-to-day -day grind. We can't get him to leave the day-to-day grind. -day. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Um, it, it's, it's just been fun to see everyone. We never knew what each other's strengths were. Uh, that has kind of just progressed. Right. Like we, we, the, our word is organically, um, it, it's just progressed. Mm -hmm. And I've learned that I am not a detail oriented person. Melissa is. And so together we get a lot done. We get, a, I was going to say something else, but I, <laughs> well, this is a family show. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, we've realized that and, um, we're working towards that. And like, like she said, we're both going through these leadership things. And the biggest thing is like believing in ourselves because we each believe in each other. And I will tell you, you all um, personally, Melissa has, and I've told her this, this is not new to her, but she has helped me kind of become my true authentic self. Oh, I love that. I'm not scared to do the hard, the hard confrontations that sometimes have to be done. And we have had some, um, it's not like we were best friends when our kids were going to, when they were playing together, we, we hung out, but we never like hung out outside of soccer. And so then after 10 years, we get this call. And so we're, we're kind of relearning each other again, but it has been like, she, Melissa, has helped me grow like tremendously with my own journey. So I could not imagine doing this with anyone else. I, mean, and I, so I will say the same. I mean, it's it's amazing what we have learned from each other and about ourselves working with each other. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah there's so many ways we could go with this. And it's just you guys have such an amazing story. And I, I, I do see the correlation to um, building a business when you're building a business by yourself, you don't have those conversations. You don't have the innate or organic way to work through those situations, but you still have to, right? You have to figure out your strengths. You have to figure out what to delegate. You have to figure out what the plan is. You have to figure out what your core values are. You still have to go through all those things. 
I think there's a lot of correlation to what you guys have done in only what 18 months at most to get uh, to this point. Just over a year. Yeah. Yeah. And like, 12 months. Just, 12 like, months. Right. Yeah. 12. That sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one question is how did you guys figure out the goal, the same direction that you guys talk about? Well, when we first went to him yeah. and we kind of, what was that? And we, see, that's changed a little. Yeah. Well, not really. Not really, I guess. Really it was about it obviously was about soccer for women. It was about a higher level. And then it was, okay, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this right. We're not going to just, you know, um, half-ass it. We're, we're going to do this right. And then one thing that we did really early on, and honestly, like, I'm so impressed with us because, <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, Gabe, of course, has, you know, he's he's been in business planning, but the four of us came together and we sat down and we came up with our three pillars. We wrote our mission, um, em empowering women through soccer. Simple. It's straightforward. And then we came up with our mission. And that included those three pillars of authenticity, integrity, and purpose. And we really got clear on those values right from the beginning. And, and those are things that have guided us. Um, they have given us that sense of purpose. And they have really been our filter whenever we have had to make a decision, whether it be working with a partner or what kind of culture we were going to create. Um, that's we, we, we drill it through that, that filter every time. And sometimes we have to even like say it back to each other just because that's, that's where we're at. And we're, we're all really um, committed to that. And that has also been very helpful. So that's, I think how we were able to, come together. We had a basic premise. We drilled down right away, made those clear values, and we have really not strayed from those. And those have guided all of our decisions um, for the last 12 months. Yeah. And, and, and everyone else in the organization too have are all, I mean, 100% bought in and understand and yeah, that's made it easier. Yeah. Well, and, and having those boundaries, having that Filter. You mentioned the, the same direction and, and having those pillars as as guideposts for decision making is is so powerful. And and I think some people don't do that work ahead of time. They don't do that work in their business and they're caught just trying to run a soccer team or they're caught just trying to run a plumbing company. And and without those pillars, they make their decisions based on how they feel in the moment. And it leads to different choices, right? And so I think that those pillars and that that direction of empowering women soccer is is so powerful and and it obviously makes your job easier on the one hand, but yet harder to stay loyal to to those pillars. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll compare it to the Bible and the uh, story of building your house on the rock versus the sand. <laughs> Having that strong foundation makes a difference. It, it yeah, it's huge. 100%. And, in, and I think the thing that we pride ourselves on and, and we will call each other out, we will question each other, um, you know, our social media, we all are in agreement, but then, you know, our social media manager will say, well, can I put this out? Does this align with our, I mean, we've, we've gone back and forth on, on how that looks, you know, and it, that represents not only us, but our organization and the players now who play for us. And so it's, it's, 
it's bigger than just mm -hmm. us now. And um, sometimes it's it's a struggle because there are some that don't necessarily agree with, with it. Um, mm -hmm. But we are really, really trying to not only just walk the walk, or not only talk the talk, but walk the walk. And so far we've done it, we've done it. And I'm proud of us for doing that. We will be right back after this short break. Are you an entrepreneur who started their business with purpose and passion only to lose sight of it amidst the daily grind? We understand how frustrating that can be. That's why we're offering free strategy calls to help you gain clarity on the barriers holding you back from achieving your dreams. In just 30 minutes, our experienced coaches will work with you to identify obstacles and develop strategies for overcoming them. There's no commitment or pressure, just a chance to get some assistance and clarity you need. Scheduling is easy. Simply visit smilingcall.com and select a time that works for you. Let's jump on a call and build your business together. It's time for you to add value and achieve your full potential as an entrepreneur. Welcome back. Let's get back to more greatness. And the word that's come to my mind a couple of times already in this you know, short 20 minutes is passion. I think that the fact that you guys are aligned and the passion that you share in your story mm -hmm. has to be part of the reason you've got so much success in 12 months and you can, that passion just shines through everything you do. It has to. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And, and you're not wrong. We are, we are super passionate about this and, you know, for the platform that we are giving to these young women, to be able to play soccer and to get better and to have a voice. You know, that's the other thing too, that we, again, didn't really plan, but it just kind of happened that we started, you know, having um, awarenesses that we brought forward for each of our games. And this was stuff that was important that we, that the ladies on the team were all involved in deciding whether they were involved with it um, or not. And, creating that platform for them to use their voice has been really powerful, really powerful. I mean, that to me was something I did not expect. Um, but I am also, you know, very proud that we are, we are giving that to these young ladies and, you know, helping them be strong and, and lift them up so that they will in turn lift up other women. Yeah. And I think along those lines, you know, we had these causes and, we, we learned, I mean, I would say that all of us are very open to learning and love to learn. And we know we don't know anything. <laughs> we are just literally doing the best we can, knowing, like leading from our hearts and just because we truly believe in what we're doing. And so we, we knew that, you know, there are going to be some times where the players don't necessarily see eye to eye, you know, and that's what happens in life. And so I am, am really excited this, this coming season, we have, we've created a players council and the players council will then talk about these issues and these causes that the team, you know, wants to, to stand for and to create awareness of. And I, I'm really excited because I know like, in the other, some of the other work that Melissa and I both do, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of shields and defenses that go up and people just are, are just closed off to even listening. And so I'm super excited to have 
like basically the bridge and just learning to communicate and, and to meet each other where they are and to just, I don't know, just really learn why, why they're at the place where they are. Because I think that's so important and I don't think it happens enough. And so I just, I'm excited for that and for them to be, to know that they're supported. You know, and you can't, you can't help them and lead them if you don't know where they're at. It's a lot easier right. to, to take yeah. that bridge. Um, you guys talked about how you weren't best friends when the girls were little. How has working together changed your relationship? Oh, we're so much closer now. I mean, we have conversations with each other that we probably have, at least from my my perspective, that we that I probably have deeper conversations with Emily than I have with most other people. I will definitely second that. Um, my bad day. <laughs> Alyssa was the first person I, I talked to. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a different, it's a, I have learned through this whole thing that connection is very important to me and I get that with Melissa. And so it's definitely, I mean, I consider her one of my best friends now. So, yeah. And I think that just adds to the influence you have on these girls. You want to empower them. And this team is just an amazing way to give them support and guidance and the, the voice, just the picture that there's something out there that they can attain to that we don't necessarily get you know, when we were kids, but the relationship you guys have, I think is also a very vital thing to look at and make sure that that, you know, to acknowledge that you guys are influencing them in that through that as well. Yeah, no, I, thanks. I never thought about, about it that way. And that's, yeah, I love that. <laughs> so you mentioned, you mentioned causes, you mentioned a player's council to, to see what the team stands for. What, what has it meant to the organization in the opportunities to give back? That's, that's been important to us. That's been something that also um, didn't really plan on in the beginning, but has kind of naturally evolved. Um, we have tried to create opportunities. So last spring, when the players come to us when they get done with their school year. So in May, they come and it's a short season. Um, usually it's by end of June or early July that they're they're done with their team in the WPSL. And so we tried to come up with as many opportunities to volunteer in the community, um, whether it was reading a book in a school or, or working at Feeding South Dakota or helping volunteer in the soccer community. Um, and so we did some of that and that was very well received. And we're working to make that even better this year for our players. So we're, we're working on opportunities there. Um, and then something else that we created that kind of was an idea. I mean, we're we, like Emily said, we, we don't know everything and we'll be the first to admit it. So we are surrounding ourselves with people that do know the things <laughs> and looking to other, other teams and other people and, and other inspirations. And so we did um, see an idea and started kind of our own version of it. We formed the city crew. And what that is, is it's simply volunteers that um, can be our staff. It can be us owners. It can be the players. It can be our fans that come together and give back in the community. So whether it's supporting um, a suicide awareness walk, uh, whether it's wrapping gifts for donations back to a, a children's shelter, we are working to find those, those things in the community so we can be a part of it. And Sioux Falls City can, can be in the community and giving back because we do ask the community to support us. Without that support, we wouldn't be able to exist. 
So we have made that an important component and that does fall under our pillar of purpose. Yeah, being the part, you're you're raising these girls to be the best person they can and well-rounded in all the different ways. And that's just all part of it. I do want to ask, you know, you're mentoring them, you're influencing them. What have mentors meant to you two? Everything. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think I just started, um, you know, through this, I started a, and I'm going to, I'm going to give a shout out if that's okay. Um, Fearless and capable. Um, I am a part of that platform and that is basically women in sport. And we, I have had such great connections and great conversations and just being able to listen and ask questions and be, I don't know, just steered toward something else that can help you. And it's, it's another woman that understands, you know, being a mom, you know, you, you wear your mom hat and then you have to wear your ownership hat and then you have to wear your wife hat. I mean, there's so many hats and it's how it's, it's been very eye-opening and very just encouraging to be a part of that. So I've loved, I've loved it. Melissa, I know you've done something different. So, yeah, I did. Um, a, I'm in the process of doing a Dare to Lead program, and that's a leadership program. Um, and it's a facilitator that's been trained through the Brene Brown uh, work that she has done. And so that has been really eye opening. Um, I've, I've learned a lot about myself, about how I work with others. Um, so I, I'll continue on with that. And, and the other thing, too, that I think Emily and I have done again by realizing we don't we don't know everything. And so we have tried to reach out to others in different communities. Um, we've had Zooms with with people in um, different realms to help us understand, to kind of help us educate different sectors of the community and how to be more inclusive and, and what that looks like. So we've been working on that and that will always be something that I think we we move forward with. It's just, it's just so important. There's just so much that we don't know. And we're both just, unfortunately, we're both just really excited about learning and growing and, and just only getting better. So I think it's, an I love, yeah, I love that you mentioned growing and learning as a, as a, I mean, it's almost a core value that you're both committed to continuing to grow and continuing to learn. And, and just the, the, the ways that you've stepped out into that, now you mentioned obviously serving the community because you need the community, you need fans. And so yeah. let's talk about how how does a how does a brand new soccer team with women get fans in an industry right now that so far <laughs> hasn't attracted fans. In a state that doesn't have sports. <laughs> in a state yeah, in a state that hardly has any sports at all. Well, I will say we do have sports and our in the people of Sioux Falls and the surrounding areas are amazing for supporting our teams. And so a, a, a huge shout out. And that's that's part of the reason we decided to do this is because we knew that the community supports local teams. Mm-hmm. And so that, that really helped us say, okay, yes, we can absolutely do this. Um, I, I think that we, being the first pre-professional women's team, you know, anything new is always something fun, you know? Um, and, and then I think we put on, I mean, we had great game days. 
Mm -hmm. We, I mean, we just tried to provide the best experience for the fans, for the players. Um, we've really tried to make it professional. I mean, everything we've done, because that is ultimately our, our, that is our ultimate goal is to bring a professional women's team to South Dakota. And so we've always treated it as such. And so um, I think it was just exciting because all of these girls and, and, and I have a younger daughter who's, who is, she's 15 and she plays for the youth team still. And just to hear some of the, the comments of those girls, like, Oh, I can play for Sioux Falls city someday. Like that is like, that just fills us all up. Like that's exactly what we want them to be able to say is, is that. And so, I mean, those were kind of some easy things, <laughs> you know, being new and the only women, you know, women's sport. But I think it's, I really, the more we've talked to people, they really believe in what we're doing. Mm -hmm. We firmly believe in partnerships. We want these to be win-wins for both the, you know, whoever partners with us and then us, I mean, we, it, it, we really care. Like we really want these connections and they mean everything. And we want every single business in the community to feel like this. And, and, and our motto is this is our city meaning that this is everyone's team and we want them to be proud of us and, and, and vice versa. Um, we want to be proud to be represented by, by them as well. So yeah, community is huge, huge. And it's been fun getting to know people too. I'll connect it back to entrepreneurs again. I can see that customer journey. If you, if you think about what the customer journey is and what your fans are experiencing, and you put yourself in their shoes or whatever, it makes a, it does make a difference in, in the experience. It, it does. And, and we took all that into account when deciding on our venue. Um, we, we ended up going with a stadium that is a true stadium feel. It's a football field that we had painted. So, I mean, you've got, you've got the, the full stadium feel to it. You know, you've got concessions. Um, we've got the lights when they are needed. Um, we've got a great sound system. It's, we really made it at that professional level. Like we mentioned, we are doing it right. And so that coupled with all the things such as is cool merchandise. I mean, we had someone we worked with from the very beginning who really also has I credit for pushing us in the right direction to create something. He said, you are not just putting a team out there. You're creating a brand mm -hmm. and this is important work. And so he was one of the first that helped us see how big this responsibility really is. And so with that, we had cool merchandise and all the volunteers that came forward to help. Um, we had our local news that did that televised and live streamed it. I mean, it was just everything was was just top notch. And, and people recognize that in the other teams coming in, those families and players recognize it as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't even imagine right when you take on we're going to put together this this soccer team and now now we're now we're in charge of concessions and making sure fans have a, a good experience <laughs> with a hot dog and a soda like wait that was a long that was a long ways from from giving girls a place to play soccer yes so, yeah well, obviously branding and merchandising really important um naming the team even you know had to be a huge huge part of that a logo all of those things but Right? Who'd imagine we'd be in charge of how do we figure out how to feed these fans? <laughs> yes. 
Yes. All those decisions are, are yeah. So how did how did we how did we solve this concession problem? <laughs> well, we find somebody that does the concessions and knows how to do it. Again, surrounding ourselves with those people that know how to do those things. Yeah, I mean, focusing on your strengths. You do what you can do, and you outsource what you don't want to do or can't do. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So obviously, play is a part of the team's activity, but. Let's talk about the leadership. How important is play and fun for, for the leadership? I mean, you've already talked to Gabe, so you know the answer to that. <laughs> yes. Anyone that knows Gabe knows he is about fun. So so Emily and Eric knew right away for sure we were going to have fun. I mean, hands down. So, yeah, I think I think we we are working. We're having fun, but we're also figuring out that balance of work and fun because there's a there's a lot of work. And like Emily said, I'm the detail person. And so sometimes, you know, I'm like, come on, we got to, we got to get this stuff done. That's, you know, I'm sometimes the fun hater, but I'm getting better. <laughs> I, think, I think for me, the biggest, you know, I've never done anything like this before. And so it's turning it off. It's boundaries. It's, and that's something that I am not good at. That is my word of the year. I'm working on that. Cause it's, there's always something right. And so it's, I, I think having all four of us kind of on the same page um, with that, that that's, that's helpful as well. Um, but yes, no, I mean, fun is never a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently turning fun off is a challenge. Pretty much. Yes. Yeah. 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 Cause everything that is part of this is also fun and, I think that's a prerequisite, even though we didn't really have that <laughs> as listed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you get to focus on each of your strengths, and you, when something comes up, you're taught. You know, you go back to filtering the boundaries. You're not saying no to fun, or you're not saying no to the details or the work. You're saying yes to what has to happen, what follows those boundaries and that filter. So you are, you have that guide rail, guardrail, or whatever to to help guide you. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I would say that we're still working on that. I mean, that's something that I think I, I think you're constantly working on is that balance. And, you know, if Melissa, if I know she's working until 10 o'clock one night and I feel bad because I'm not. I mean, it's all of these things that we have to, you know, that we're figuring out. And it's I, I would say that we're both enjoying the process so far. Yeah. Wow. So I, I know you guys have had a lot of success. It's been an amazing year for Sioux Falls City. What has been the biggest challenge? Last year was time for sure. I mean, with four months to, to raise money and, and put the team on the field, last year was definitely time. Um, this year, I would say for me, it's, it's being creative, like figuring out how to be creative to really create that best partnership or that best experience. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm what I'm kind of focusing on is is trying to really be creative with what this looks like and and thinking outside the box and and like Emily said we're we're trying to do things different um, and not just how it's always been done. So, yeah, Emily, I'll let you add to that. Um, definitely time. Um, just time in every day. <laughs> that's that's challenging because we both also do other things as well, um, and so. I, 
as much as we want. I mean, I could spend 24 hours a day doing Sioux Falls City stuff. Um, I, I think for me, my my biggest challenge is I have all of these ideas. I don't know how to make them work. I need, I, I just, I have all of these amazing thoughts and I just, I, I need to figure out how to, how to get them to fruition. So, you need an implementer. I, well, and I have one, it's Melissa. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I can always so some of these conversations when you throw out the ideas, Melissa's just hurriedly trying to figure out how to make them happen. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. <laughs> right. <laughs> or my, my next question is, okay, and how's that? How much is that going to cost? Because that's, yeah. Yes. Well, that's and that's a challenge thing. too. I mean, I would say that is a challenge. Yes. Um, is, is obviously we want to give the best experience for the players. We want to do this professionally and that costs a lot of money. Yes. And so, you know, just getting, and, and we only, you don't, we don't know everyone. So it's also having the time to go and meet with people and to share our story and to, and to get people to, to buy in to what we're trying to bring to Sioux Falls, you know, and um, that's been, that's been a challenge for, for me as well. Yeah. And I, I just want to acknowledge that you guys are taking the time and you're going out and you're making this difference for these girls and having that focus, I think is, is not only in Sioux Falls City. That is going to reach far beyond the borders of South Dakota. And girls across the nation are going to hear about the Sioux Falls City soccer team and think mm -hmm. they have a chance at doing what they want to do. Oh, I have goosebumps, Noelle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's really the goal. I mean, like, yes. this is a passion project. It's something we feel strongly about, um, you know, if we can empower as many women as possible, I mean, that's a huge win in my book. Yeah, I, I just want to acknowledge the power of a dream, right? And and Gabe just had an idea and you have a conversation on, you know, on a path or sidewalk, you know, walking the dog. And, and, and now it's come to this, this incredible thing that's impacting so many lives. It's impacting a city. It's, it's impacting women at all levels. And, and and the power of just taking a dream and and saying not saying no verbalizing or, it you know verbalizing it writing it down making it real um is is so incredible and and i encourage people all the time to design the life that you want and then figure out how to make it happen and and yes. you guys have done that with this with this soccer team and and that's incredible and your dream of bringing a professional soccer women's soccer team to south dakota is just incredible drive and motivation and and I know you're going to make it happen because obviously you, you, you're incredible um, dream actuators. And so that's, that's amazing. Thank you. All right. So we typically end every episode with our guests words of wisdom. So our, each of you can share, you know, for our entrepreneurial folks listening, you know, just share, what would you share if you just had coffee and you want to leave them with that one nugget that's going to let them start their own soccer team. Start their dream. Yeah. Well, I guess my two words or nuggets would be, um, like I mentioned earlier, get really clear on your values. That will take you so far. That will guide you when things get dark and you know help you find your way. Um, the other thing is, I would say, um, Brene Brown says, embrace the suck. 
And <laughs> I think that is really important. I've worked on that this whole year, getting comfortable being uncomfortable and good for you kind of leaning into it. So that's, I guess what I would share. Um, as someone who never envisioned herself being an entrepreneur or anything, I would say it's never too late. Um, you are sometimes given opportunities that you never thought you would have and take a leap. You know, um, that's kind of our thing is to take a leap with us, please. And take a leap of the unknown, but then trust yourself and your, yeah, I mean, just trust yourself that you can do it and then stay true to yourself. Don't, mm. don't let others try to sway you in another direction, but yeah. Just lose back to those Good values. For you. Thank you ladies for joining us. It has been a wonderful treat for us to hear your story <laughs> and passion and just the drive you have to empower women. Oh, well, thank you for letting us speak on that and giving us a platform to do so. You guys were great. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for letting us share our story. Thank you for tuning in to this episode brought to you by the power of intentional decisions that lead to massive action. Those aren't just buzzwords. They're qualities that can help you take control of your life and build a successful business. To support you on this journey, we're offering you our most popular survey to help you establish a baseline. Visit enjoybizlife.com to check it out and take the first steps towards changing your life and business. We often make things more complicated than they need to be, losing sight of what's truly important. This tool will help you refocus on what matters most so that you can start doing the things you've always wanted to do, like spending quality time with loved ones. And if you enjoyed this episode, please show us some love by liking, subscribing, or leaving a review. But most importantly, share it with someone who needs to hear it. In our next episode, Robert and Noel chat with Lady J.B. Owen, a serial entrepreneur who loves empowering others through telling their stories. She believes in igniting humanity through stories and philanthropy. She knows that entrepreneurs will save the world, and she is doing more than her part to empower them to success. Lady J.B. shares parts of her business journey and how she was inspired by her own success to help others be successful.